Hello, this is Dr. Jeff Craig, superintendent for the West Aurora Schools, and we welcome you to podcast number 17. And today we're featuring welding and precision machining teacher, Mr. Mark Williams. Welcome, Mark. We appreciate that. Good. And our career and technical education pathway program coordinator. Well, there's a handle. <laughs> uh, Mr. Brian Vite. Uh, gentlemen, both, I appreciate uh, you being here today and joining in our talk. So welcome. Yeah, thank you for having us today. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. You know, this is, uh, made no bones about it, this is one of my passions uh, since we've started this, even just building this facility um, came through as a passion when we were pushing through our referendum. And so we've got a little more work to do, as you know, that I'm pushing pretty hard on that. But before we get into some of the, the technicalities of what we do here, I'd like to hear a little bit about who you are and uh, kind of what you've been about and what your background is. So, Brian, let me start with you. Okay. Well, going way back, uh, I went to Illinois State University, the uh, awesome Redbirds, uh, majored in business teacher education, and that really started my my career in, in education. Uh, 16 years now, I spent 11 of those years in uh, the teaching role, uh, business education, teaching computer science, economics, uh, law, and I was fortunate enough to make my jump uh, to administration here with West Aurora School District 129 in 2016, right when this thing was getting off the ground. You know, I haven't looked back since. That's awesome, and uh, we're glad you're here. Mark, tell us a little bit about, I uh, know you've had, uh, we, we did a little um, strategic uh, recruiting. Um, we're glad that you're here, but tell the, tell the listeners uh, a little bit of your background, please. All right, well, uh, I also was a Redbird, uh, second-gen Redbird. My father was a industrial arts teacher back in the day as awesome. well. Taught like 35 years in Schaumburg and... You know, I saw like how his shop was growing up as a kid and just seeing the transitions from like hands-on, hands-on to computers. And when I was going through schools around the time when all the people my dad's age were retiring. So I, I like thinking long and hard, hey, why not become, uh, you know, not follow the family footsteps, but kind of was, you know, to Absolutely. get into that hands-on work and like love what you do, never work a day in your life mantra. Uh, I, I followed in his footsteps, got into uh, St. Charles School District um, right out of college, got into coaching, coached three sports there, all types of fun stuff, and then went on to Naperville North, was there for 14 years, and uh, like rehashed the autos uh, department, was able to do a lot of curriculum development and taking a program from like like almost ashes and building it up to where I wanted it to be and my wife she's in the district she uh told me that oh we're doing some we're this career center might as well you know put your name in the hat so I just threw it out there just to see how how it worked and uh it turned out to be like a blessing in disguise you absolutely know, they, you guys brought me in to like all right let's you know, we had this autos position, and I, I, I talked about what I did with my auto shop, and it, it opened the door to, well, we got this this building, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. You know, it was a dream come true. I can't even, you know, that mantra I said, work a day, you know, do what you love, never work a day in your life is truly a daily aspect for me out here. Well, and we're glad you're both of you guys are here. It's, um, you know, really been able to take this facility and the programming from the ground floor up. And I would be remiss, and, and I will share a little bit with uh, the listeners, and some people will go, why, why a career center? Why welding, precision, mm -hmm. machining, and some of our other futuristic uh, kind of letting the, the cat out of the bag 
with our robotics, uh, with our advanced building trades uh, to kind of fill out uh, the opportunities here. But when I first got here, uh, former Mayor Tom Weisner was a strong proponent in the career pathways. But uh, the challenge at the time with all of our public school districts and our parochs was it was conversation and there wasn't a lot of action behind it. And we were fortunate to have the support of our community to push the referendum forward to be able to bring this those conversations to life in the form of the Weiser Family Center for Career Development that was named for the late Mayor Weisner's family. So it was one of three facilities here on uh, 1877 Downer Place when we moved our district office from the, the River Street uh, facility and then with the old uh, Dryer Clinic where we've moved in three of our big programming uh, pieces into. And this is, this is the cornerstone for, uh, for this property, and so we're really, really excited about it. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick on Brian a little bit first here. Um, I kind of talked about very briefly the four programmatic focuses or foci, if you want to be appropriate, um, of our four bays. Do you want to talk a little bit about what what those our current two uh, that Mark has been so instrumental in developing, but then where we're going to go with the the, the, the uh, second set. Excellent. So the Weisner Family Center for Career Development has uh, four separate bays, as we like to call them, and they range from anywhere from 2,800 square feet to 3,200 square feet uh, in size. Two of the bays right now uh, are occupied, running our uh, new programs, Welding and Welding One, in one bay, which Mark will talk about in, in a few moments here, and Precision Machining One and Two as well. The other two bays that we are uh, looking to expand into will uh, feature an automation in robotics with a uh, focus on mechatronics uh, lab. Uh, what's going to be really cool about this lab, uh, just speaking with our reps from FANUC, they're the company that we'll be partnering with to bring in the, the robotics and the, the controls. Uh, they get to see the schools around the state, around the country, and what our plans are right now to, to bring into this lab. Uh, will for sure put us near the top uh, in terms of facilities uh, in, in the secondary world. Uh, students are going to have an opportunity to get two years of experience working with the uh, robotic arms, the, the controls, the uh, PLCs, and, and really looking to see how they can be interactive with each other and other machines in our, in our facility. Our Bay 4, which uh, is our largest of the four, will be home to our uh, Advanced Building Trades program. And year one will focus and, and really start with students learning about the residential electrical uh, process and residential HVAC process. This bay is gonna be outfitted with uh, electrical labs for students to you know, work on their circuitry, learning the code and learning uh, what it means to be a residential electrician. We are partnering with our local uh, unions as well to get as much uh, information aligned with what their program goals are so that when our students walk out and graduate from our programs, uh, they'll be a uh, you know, sought-after asset by uh, companies and unions alike. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that partnership, and we're going to probe a little bit deeper a little bit later on here, but that partnership within our community has is, is been really important uh, to get buy-in. And I think you'll see generationally people... And Mark, you alluded to it with, even with your father, within your own family, generationally, um, super important that, that kids have these skill sets anymore. Mm -hmm. um, which leads me to, and I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit, I'm going to pick on a term that you use. So just for those, those folks that are not familiar, mechatronics, explain what that field is. It's a newer field of study and a newer field of, of skill set. 
Yeah, so Mechatronics is really conceptually bringing uh, all the different elements of engineering together. Uh, you know, our facility, as it, as it will be set up, will be a Mechatronics lab as a whole. Uh, we'll be able to bring our mobile robotic cart from one room, one bay, to let's say our machining bay, uh, and create a cobot relationship and program the, the machine to be working hand in hand with the robot. Essentially, what we're doing is using multiple systems, putting them together, and, and being more efficient in, in collaborating with those machines. And to think, graduates of West Aurora High School will come away with those skill sets. Never before has that been, been that opportunity. I'm going to pick on you a little bit here, Mark. Um, and I, the first part is I'm going to open up to both of you, but I will give you my rationale because there's been a shift locally and, and more globally away from the college or bust mentality. I know my rationale because I have a background in the career and tech field. That's what I was trained to do was teach woods and drafting. Uh, but it is a lifelong skill and not just a, a compensated skill all the right. time. But I think one of the shifts is, is we've done a disservice to our kids and said this, there's only one pathway to be successful, not to go to a college or university. We know that's not true for all kids. Right. And I think this gives some choices and options. From both of you, I'm going to ask you, Mark, first, what do you think is causing this big shift, and not just here in the Aurora area, but generally, why are people shifting to this? Well, when it comes down, you know, I, you know, 19 years teaching and seeing that shift, you know, in the mid-2000s through, through the teens, you had, you had people that were realizing that, all right, if I, if I study hard, and I do the X, Y, Z, I get into this school, I can have this job. And then all of a sudden, people were getting degrees that were not being utilized. Uh. And I feel like people started seeing like, okay, Department of Labor Statistics, you know, I don't have the exact numbers, but it's like, oh, one out of four, one out of five degrees are actually used. Sure. So you got four out of five not used. You're thinking, you know, if you're going to go into business, that's not good business sense. 20%, you know, like in baseball, that's Mendoza line, you know, <laughs> like you don't want to have that. So uh, you want to think about how that really came, comes into play. I think people started to like open their eyes. And uh, I would say like my mantra throughout my career is trying to not use like I've ran an auto shop and a lot of my stuff, I guess, was could be seen as controversial. I'm not trying to make everyone a wrench when I was running my shop. Sure. I wanted them to develop a passion. You know, I do that here with my welders. I do it with my machinists. Am I going to make everyone a 597 pipe, pipe fitter? If that's what you want to do, I'm going to give you the skill set. If you want to go and work for the electrical union and weld for them, if you want to go to, you know, just open up your own custom fab shop, because you have skills, you know how to weld, you want to make things from scratch. That's kind of where I want my kids to really see the the toolboxes that I'm giving them. You, you fill up your personal toolbox with this plethora of knowledge, of skills, and apply it where you what makes you happy. Absolutely. And I feel like that's kind of where our as CTE instructors, that's kind of goes hand in hand like there was that boogie word back in like early 2010s you know everyone started getting into common core and like everyone was going to be a reading teacher and i was part of that uh those studies back in naperville like and people like oh this i'm like well i kind of we're already doing that in cte like we want you to 
think like you need to be literate, not only with your reading and writing, but your technical literacy. And I see a lot of parents, hey, you can, you can go this direction, make yourself happy, get yourself with a skill that no one can ever take from you. And being able to apply it elsewhere, I think it's that's kind of... It's almost commensurate to the math skills. I mean, kids, you know, sometimes they're going to geometry and algebra 2 class and they're going, oh my gosh, I hate this. Yep. But they come here and they're learning math and it doesn't even feel like a math class. Right. Because it's more relevant to them. Yep. Brian, I'm going to ask from your perspective. Yeah. So this this shift we've seen from the, you know, the universities, you know, it's almost like that, hey, we got this pipeline, let's just keep cranking it out because it's financially based. But you've had that passion in the career field a little bit. And so what's what's it been like um, to be able to move from that that mindset, especially when you think about, as you mentioned, Mark Common Core, uh, No Child Left Behind back in 2004 to now moving here? What What has that lift been like for you? Personally and, and professionally, uh, it's been life-altering when it, when it comes down to it. I remember going to high school uh, up in Schaumburg and knowing it was labeled a college prep high school. Uh, for far too long, I, I think education as a whole uh, had too narrow of a definition of what post-secondary actually meant. Yes. Uh, you know, we, even college is, is still too narrow of a definition. Uh, our partners over uh, to the west of us with Wabonzi Community College they, they don't even necessarily want you not to get an associate's degree. They have certificate programs, and, and success can be earning 18 hours of credit and, and getting a welding certificate. You know, and what that did was really benefit those, those industries that needed those, those higher-level degrees, those bachelor's and master's degrees, but it left a void and a, a, a shortage in our pipeline of workers in, in welding, in machining, in electrical, in plumbing, in uh, and we're feeling that now. And we're feeling that, Absolutely. right? Uh, you know, I think everywhere, but specifically anytime I, I talk with a, a business partner or a, a neighborhood community member, they, they say, wow, uh, <laughs> who do you have over there? Uh, what can we do to, to get in there to recruit? They're, they're thirsty for it. Absolutely. And, and that is in large part because you know, our, our curriculum was more focused on adding more AP classes you know, adding more core requirements, and it was less of a an emphasis on the the CTE content. And even as as my experience in in teaching, I was a business education teacher, and a lot of my students were college bound. Uh, you know, we didn't say that you can be successful uh, right out of high school uh, in business. You needed to go into a two or four year program. And, and get your experience through internships and, and professors. And when I was able to fortunately get the job here in West Aurora, my, my eyes just opened. You know, the, the tunnel that I was looking through, you know, collapsed and, and I saw so much more around in terms of the opportunities. I mean, you, you've seen it yourself throughout your career. The, the high schools, they, they'll lean on career centers. So they'll look at a career center that services the region. Yes. Uh, in which I applaud West Aurora for saying, you know, yes, we do have a career center in our region, but we could, we can do it for our students right here, and we can do it real well. Uh, and most of those centers ended up imploding just because logistically they couldn't do, high schools couldn't do all things for all kids, and so they just shuttered them, and they came back into, I'll do a small machine shop or I'll do a, a small wood shop, and it was more exploratory than really um, emphatic to the internships, externships, and next next uh, career opportunities. Yeah, and, and we have the professional shop uh, appeal. Absolutely. Any, uh, 
and then some the unions when they come to see our facilities the companies the community members the board members when they see our facilities they say wow this is this is the best i've seen wow uh and and they're not just trying to make a sale they're they're jealous they're they're they're, you know wishing that when they were in high school that their their high school devoted that much attention towards the the trades and the career uh, tech ed that that we are right now you know what i'm hearing too i'm picking on mark talked about the developing that passion for what the kids are doing so it sounds like prior we would lay out this process that you'd finish you know your college prep and then you'd go on to a tour of four year and you'd have to do this and then and all these steps before you could and then hopefully along the way you develop a liking for it mm-hmm. and then you're six years into it and you go well, that's really not what i'm hoping for so there's two pieces i want to probe down mark i'm gonna i'm gonna really put a pressure on you here because mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you for your 30 second elevator pitch Tell me what you do in your welding class. Well, welding one, first thing each kid is going to do is going to learn that they are no longer part of like a classic student. They're going to be an employee of the Wisner Center. Cool. So they're going to have to have the appropriate PPE like it's a job site each and every day. Um, I want them to explore and feel the, um, I guess you can say the the pressure, the pressure cooker of what it is they're going to get once they're in the real world. I want them to get that taste right now where the the consequence is possibly a poor grade as opposed to losing your job and losing a house. Sure. So Big I difference. want them to try and get them to learn from learn from their mistakes and build upon those and like I said, get that toolbox full of these great attributes that are gonna help them open as many doors as possible to whatever involves welding. Awesome. Now we're on the same elevator. We're going back down. I got the same 30 seconds. Precision machining. Precision machining is going to be geared towards a student that can think outside the box and be able to visualize a, see a block and what they can transform it into. You know, wow. it's like, especially if you're a kid who played with Legos as a kid and just, and you didn't have to follow the instructions that still made that Lego castle. Guess what? You're going to be awesome for me. That's awesome. You know, that's why I want kids to be able to see things and be able to not wait until year three and four in engineering school. You're going to get it right now. And I'm going to give you a, hopefully you're going to earn a certificate from Haas, be able to get, be a certified operator in either mill or lathe or both. So we got to um, put this in a brochure. This is our marketing brochure right here, right? Mm-hmm. So, so let me probe a little bit different because here's an observation. My observation of kids that are coming here, not only do they have it, but you embellish that passion for being here in that environment you just mm-hmm. described. And I think that's the, that's the hook. That's the mm-hmm. marketing that comes back as kids go back and tell other kids, holy cow, mm-hmm. you got to check this out. Mm-hmm. And you and Mr. Lofthouse, you guys are the marketing department for these programs. How do you do it? What is it you're doing that keeps kids coming back? They show up every day to do this type of work. Well, one thing I don't want to sugarcoat it is like I, I talk, I talk real with them. I'm upfront, and I want them to be able to be able to be as authentic as possible. Sure. And when I said. They, we have a uniform. Everyone comes in with steel toe boots. Everyone has, you know, the welding has the welding blues with the red lettering. The machining has the grays with the charcoal. You know, I want them not to be like a fraternity, but it's a, an exclusive club Absolutely. that each kid is going to be, become a part of and be proud, especially that first group I had two years ago. Super, you know, they come back and like, oh my gosh, I miss this place. I miss this place. <laughs> and, you know, even with last year's group, they've come in, 
done a great job. You know, want to see how these boys and girls see those light bulbs pop up when they thought like, oh, I didn't realize that's how you made this. Or I didn't, you know, with welding, all right, we're doing a, you know, a, a 4F, which is an overhead fillet weld with, you know, a 7018 rod and getting that spark. Like, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I could start on fire. No, that's, that's the rationale for the PPE. Like, sure. that's why we dress you in the appropriate clothing so you don't start on fire and you can't wear your sweatshirts and wear Jordans to the shop because you're going to ruin them in like six seconds. You know, I want them to buy into this is reality. You know, this is would be like if you're making like a battleship up in Menominee, Wisconsin or something like that. Like they're doing that. All those components come together. This is a possibility. Take it from here on, you know, 1920 Galena and go anywhere on the planet. Really opening up their eyes to the yeah. potential out there, yeah. which is awesome. You know, I'm going to backtrack just a minute you know, the past 20 months has been a different world educationally across the table. And this is one of those fields that it's really hard to do through Zoom. I mean, how do you teach weld over a computer screen? No. So I know, I know we had some really specific cases where we had kids that were trying to get some graduate uh, credits. How did you shift during the pandemic before we were fully in person what was your what was your approach to it, and how did you best address those needs to keep kids coming back? Well, one of my life life uh, I guess mantras is you know control what we can control, and one of the things that we couldn't control was if we were man blocked out of the building, we had to try and make what was at home applicable what we do here. Sure. So that first you know April May of 2020 during our zooms, our our major assignments were. All right. Well, what can you do? Let's let's. What can you do for mom? <laughs> All right. You got to you got to come up. I want to see a drawing of something that could be fixed around the house. That's pretty cool. All right. And then we had like let's research. Let's get a schematic. Like I always try and do like story time on Mondays. What did we do over the weekend? Like this Monday, I had a uh, we had a shelf that collapsed in the laundry room, so I had to build something from scratch for the wife and make make everything you know, cohesive and copacetic for the family, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I can go and pick up the phone and call someone, or I have this, this toolbox inside my head and I can make it from scratch. So that's what I, that, that's what that first end of the year assignment of 2020 sure. was. Like, let's, let's take those skills we've been talking about. You can't go wrong helping mom out. Yeah. Read the schematic, go on Google, look up what, what exactly there's troubleshooting flow charts, Talk about flowcharts. How can you decipher a flowchart? You know, that's kind of where I, I try to pick up the pieces and make it useful. I don't want to like, hey, we're not wasting each other's time. I don't want to waste your time. And back to that technical reading, that yeah. really supported that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we applied those skills. So And then thinking about where we were going into the summer, obviously everything, you know, control we can control. Can we get in person? Can we? You know, we're an op we had an incredible opportunity to take advantage of the small numbers and the PPE that exists. You look at the science, like they're talking about, okay, this six feet was that magic number. Well, our booths are six feet and they have suction. So it's like, and kids have masks, they weld masks. It worked out perfect for them to get a little bit more of one-on-one -on -one instruction than we would normally get and, and amplify what we're, the message we were sure. trying to do, make the best of the situation of guys, you guys are coming in. We're the only ones. Let's make sure we don't lose this opportunity. You guys come in. I get it. We're, 
we're going to do the best we can with what we got. You bet. And that's kind of what... The old Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> I think it, it, it hit home. Control what you can control. But hopefully you, we don't have to go back down that road anytime 100%, soon. 100%. 100%. Brian, I'm going to shift back to you a little sure. bit. You talked a little bit about um, recognizing what we offer for kids here. What do you see as, as some of the greatest successes of our uh, the Wiseman Center to date? You know, to come back to what Mark was just saying uh, and, and define it as what a success would be, you know, they start and end with the student. You know, what are we shaping and how are we shaping our students? You know, Mark and, and, and Billy, they're able to see their students on a day-to-day -day basis, but me as an observer... Uh, you know, when I walk through the labs or I see them coming in and out of the door, there's a, a joy in their the student's face that they get when they walk in and they get to suit up, they get to get into the booth or, or work on their, their part, their machining. And one of the, the greatest things that makes the program what it is, is that both the teachers here, both the instructors are phenomenal at making a student believe in themselves. A student welds for the first time and they're met with a, wow, that was the single best weld I've ever seen, huh. right? Like, the, you know, you're getting that, that thought, like this is something I never thought I was able to do. And a student is, is able to hands-on demonstrate a skill and, and be evaluated in such a way that promotes that, I, I want to keep doing this. So sure enough, they come back the next day and they work harder and the next day they work harder. And by the time they're done with the semester, we have an elite welder, an elite machinist that is going to go out into our, our community and be very productive. You know, and I think our success then would be uh, the fact that we have a, a high rate of students graduating from our programs that are finding work in that field. Uh, representing West Aurora. Representing West yeah. Aurora. By the data, we are certifying our students through OSHA uh, certification, and everyone, every student is walking out with a safety card that they can take with them the rest of their lives, showing that they understand and they can demonstrate safe working habits in the shop. Uh, content specifically, we have machine certifications, we have weld certifications that students are going to be able to take and improve that they have the skills necessary to be productive and successful in the industry. Well, it helps people getting excited about it too. Mark, I'm going to ask you, what, what one thing are you most proud of? You know, I'd say, you know, thinking about how, like it was a leap of faith, like leaving someplace that I could have easily retired and thinking about, all right, I'm going to be here for the rest of my career to this incredible opportunity of now I definitely feel I know I could be here the rest of my career. And I can honestly say every single kid who's walked through that door, door one here, has been impacted. And has been impacted for the sense of they either, A, found out that they have passions that they didn't realize they could do or mm. skills that they could do. Or B, hey, there's a, there's a consequence. Hey, I didn't, my hands don't really work well with my brain right now, so I, I better start studying harder in my other cl classes sure. and figure out another field. And I, I feel like that those are the, the yin and yang to the situation, to be able to answer that question. What, at, what can I do? And I am what I can do. And get them to think that. I can honestly say, I would say that's probably the most important thing is I can rattle off like 15 guys right now that have gone off like um, what Brian said, that are in industry, they're killing it. And, you know, they had a hunch, maybe I will like this or... I don't know, my counselor put me in this thing or something like that. Those conversations happen all the time. Absolutely. Just the whole, this big red, blue, and gray building. <laughs> I guess you could say I love it. I, just everything about it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So a little bit uh, visionary. I want to open up to both you guys. Um, you know, we're, we're adding, we're going to fill out these last two pieces of programming, get it off the ground in infancy the next couple of years. What do you see the impacts um, and how we immerse ourselves, you know, with the internships, uh, the unions, uh, our two-year community colleges, our universities? How do you see that integrating with all of our, our full complement? Yeah, with our current programming, uh, we're uh, in constant communication with our uh, community college partners, Wabonzi Community College, and our uh, Employment for Education Director uh, for Valleys uh, to ensure that our welding program and our machining program also are opportunities for students to earn dual credit classes uh, and articulated credit uh, for these colleges. Uh, and, and what that means, they'll be able to graduate from West Aurora uh, and go to Wabonzi with credits in the bank uh, that much closer to a basic welding certificate or an associate's degree. They're, they're not going empty-handed. Uh, if they go into a, a community college with some credits, they're more likely to stay and continue. Uh, so we're, we're trying to make sure we set that up for our students. In terms of internships and externships, job shouting events. I think we are always looking for opportunities for uh, partnerships with businesses and, uh, you know, you know, close to our center, far away from our center. Uh, so we can get our students hours in a, a, a real world shop. Uh, you know, what we're looking at, you know, a year, two years down the road is to be able to offer our students uh, something called a, a CTE diploma endorsement. And, and part of that diploma endorsement program is that a student is going to take three or four academic classes within a sequence like welding one welding two uh before they they might take an engineering drafting class sure. or a wood shop class but when they take these classes they're getting job shadow experience they're getting uh in front of industry partners through a lunch and learn panel at the high school uh they're going to expositions at our unions uh seeing what it's like to be a welder what it's like to be a, a pipe fitter uh, they're having mentorship from our businesses that want to partner with us to problem solve uh, in a team-based challenge scenario. Uh, and, and, and lastly, get you know, 60 or so work hours uh, in the field, whether that occurs during a summer internship program or uh, you know, every Friday, instead of coming to the Weisner Center for class in the afternoon, they go to uh, you know, a manufacturing facility down the road uh, to get those 60 hours, get those work experience hours. And, and hopefully really hands those, on. Yeah, and have that turn into then uh, the partnership after high school, these students have a place that they can go and call their career. Awesome. So, Mark, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to, to, to bring it home for us. So staff members, parents, community members that have middle schoolers, freshmen in high school that are thinking about, you know, that's a that's kind of a cool looking building. I'm hearing some cool things about it. I've heard so-and-so had a really good experience. How do you communicate? How do you articulate with those folks that are contemplating their sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, ninth graders thinking about coming into this facility and experiencing these opportunities? Well, to that person, if, when you're listening to what I say, I... I wholeheartedly the words that Mr. Uh, Mr. Vitas said, you know, touring or uh, all these other facilities, you know, industry leaders that have come out because honestly, my opinion based, this is the best shop. They are the best welding shop in the state, if not the country, one of the best machine shops in the state, if not the country, you have it in your own backyard. It is an incredible opportunity to learn something from 
that you never you won't get an opportunity anywhere else. Come on out, register, and you're gonna see something that you're gonna be able to experience. Not only coming away with maybe I I want to be a welder or I want to be a machinist. I want to be a operator. I could. You you want to go work for NASA or SpaceX? You know you want to, you're one of our valedictorian kids that are like gonna already lined up for you know MIT. It'd be ashamed for you to go to out to MIT and never know how to run run a machine or know what is going on with that. How things are actually produced. You know you're gonna make yourself so much more valuable uh, by having the know-how. Awesome. Someone that is struggling with school. You don't like sitting around. Guess what? We don't sit around at all either. You got about <laughs> 75 minutes of on your feet at a machine. Uh, that student there wants to get his hands dirty. You're going to, he or she, each and every day. You're going to have an authentic, real-world workplace environment and get a taste of what it is that could possibly lead you to a path of supporting yourself <laughs> well into you know your retirement age find something that can run you can run with and there's our public service announcement for a career in technical education yes. that's awesome you know this is um this is really exciting from a lot of fronts and for a lot of people and really appreciate uh your passion what you're doing to build this from from the ground floor up and make these opportunities available for our kids in west aurora and our surrounding community uh, Mr. Mark Williams, Mr. Brian Vite, thank you so much for being a part of our conversation today. Um, thank you for all that you do and, uh, and continue to do. Really appreciate the conversation. Well done. Please remember that you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the TuneIn Radio app. I would encourage you to subscribe to our broadcast and please give us your feedback so we can continue to improve our discussions. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you next time. <music>